We're going to start Monday morning with Seth Carr from Coronado. I asked him if he was tan, rested, and ready. <clears throat> the Mustangs had an open week, but I'm guessing you guys did a little bit of work heading into this home stretch. You just said this is a pretty key stretch of the season for you guys. You play at Paladero Thursday, come back and play Caprock at home on Thursday the following week. You guys have to take care of some business here. Yeah, we uh, well, we did a lot. It wasn't too heavy in the playing aspect. We we did like two practices, but then uh, got in the weight room as we always do every week, but uh, we really had to do some grades because uh, this is kind of a crazy uh, grading period because even though you're six weeks grades, it's really a five-week period. So there's some things that we had to do there to make sure everybody was eligible for the playoffs. So we're still working on that, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we can get folks on football here pretty quick. Went into the open week off a big win, and that's obviously always better than the, the opposite. How did your guys kind of, what did you notice about them kind of being a little bit more optimistic to see things pick up a little bit more going into the open week? Well, I just think they were relieved more, uh, came out, won a signature game. We needed we needed a signature win as far as beating our rivals. That's something that's good. We've been close in a lot of games, but, uh, you know, well, this group needed something, and to get to playoffs uh, is a big deal for them. It shows consistency uh, throughout. I think this is the fourth year in a row uh, that we've made the playoffs, and they don't really think of it a, that big of an accomplishment until they realize that they didn't go to the playoffs for 11 years mm. before 2014. So, you know, we always want to uh, stay in the hunt with everything so uh you know that's that's a big relief what were some things you wanted to see get done during the open week you guys did still did big things offensively made some plays on defense but also gave up some plays against monterey uh you know we got to keep on continuing to find uh personnel personnel still big for us right now um we're probably now going to the playoff season where we'll go both ways. So practices will switch. Uh, there's a whole transition that kind of takes place because you know if you play three to four rounds in, that's still that's a lot more games, and uh, so you got to have depth, and uh, then you got to window practices down a little bit where you're not dreading being here. Uh, so. There's a lot to do, and maybe it's behind the scenes instead of on the field, but uh, there's some things that our coaches are doing right now to get that figured out that will we'll take, we'll take a lot of thinking and take a lot of planning and uh, to pull it off. You mentioned personnel. This, to me, is always a weird time of year. you got seniors who know they're making the playoffs, but they also know that that finish line is somewhere pretty close. You guys have a lot of juniors coming yeah. back that this is kind of a, a bridge into the, to yeah. next season. How do you kind of blend those two together, want guys to gain momentum for next year, but also make sure those seniors play the you, way you want you them want, to? You want them to, you want to be respectful to everybody and their time and their hard work, but at Coronado we don't play you because of your, your grade. We play you because of your production and how well you you work out and how good of a teammate you are. And uh, that kind of got blurred a little bit this year, but I think it's getting back to focus. And uh, we are we are certainly wanting everybody to go out and 
enjoy their experience, but at the same time, it's competitive athletics, and uh, we got good to put a product. Everybody else on the team and everybody's families are expecting us to put the best product on the field. So if you're the best, you play. And uh, so right now, that's kind of where we're at. This may sound a little bit like a backhanded compliment, and maybe it's something you can point out to your guys. When you look at the four teams you've lost to and what they've done the rest of the way, does that encourage you at all that, yeah, we did lose to those guys, but we did some good things against four pretty good teams? You know, uh, I don't know if we've seen it like that. Probably at the end of the year you'll look back and see how everybody did. Our, our schedule was not a soft schedule by any means, and... Uh, and uh, what we look at is we were ahead or tied in every game that we played, and uh, we just didn't finish. So we're still trying to find that component of how do you finish that off because we've done it before. And uh, so now we're just trying to, you know, see, find those inches, I guess, that everybody says, uh, the little bit details that you have to do to finish those things out. Because of the playoff system here, you guys know that you've clinched a spot with two weeks to go. How does that change kids in terms of motivation? And you, if you go to the last week not knowing that's one kind of motivation, when you've already clinched one and you still want to keep kind of moving in that upward direction, how does that change? Well, uh, I'm not for certain that we've clinched. Maybe you can help me on that one. But uh, I think we've won two, and then Powder has won two. So if Powder did beat us. You're knocking on the door. Uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, that's kind of – we hadn't really talked about it. Well, we assume we're going to go. We prepare like we're going to go. But uh, I think we have to win uh, Thursday or win one of the one of the two to, to clinch a spot. So – you know we're still we're still searching for that as of you know this week. It's not like the old days where you had to wait for the Plainview Herald to tell you if you were yeah in the yeah. playoffs. You you, well, you got to figure it out yourself. There's not very many uh, newspaper people no. other than you and uh, in the 806. There's some uh, there's there's some sports outlets, but there's not very many people that tell you what's going on. So uh, you know it's kind of changed since when we were in high school. With your guys, it's a new era too. You can't hide it from them. They know mm -hmm. they can figure things out pretty quick. They can do the math. They know exactly what you just said. That it's you're in good shape, but mm -hmm. it's still you still have some business to take care of. Yeah, you know we're just we're not even gonna mention anything about it. We're just probably just gonna go out and practice and then uh, go play a game and uh, and uh, not mention the playoffs and then when when we when we do do it and if we do it then. Uh, We'll celebrate it, but right now is not the time to be patting yourself on the back. It's a time to get ready and prepare for the next season. Traditionally, what do you expect from Palo You know that program well. It's a little bit different than when you were there, but what do you expect from them? Uh, you know, they're going to – Palo lot very prideful. They, uh, it was a great place to work. It was uh, – we had, we had great athletes when we were there. We ended up making a lot of good athletes that they put the time in and the effort and the sweat to become really good. I've so far removed from uh, the school to to even be able to uh, know what what's going on there right now. So uh, you know, uh, I, it'd be unfair for me to 
to stereotype what I know about Paladrone to uh, to what it is now. So what I assume uh, we're going to do is we're going to play at our very best and uh, and not assume uh, anything. Or and our kids really don't know much about Paladrone, so we're not going to talk about it. We're going to just show them the film and then and then know that there's a expectation that we play at. If anything, this, you're going to get playoff weather this weekend. I yeah. just mentioned that you guys get to play on the coldest day of the week, if not the coldest day of this fall so far. But that's, to me, I, both teams playing it, so it's no no team gets an advantage there. You kind of tell your guys, we want to play in late November, December, we got to get used to this, so let's go see what we can do in this kind of stuff. Well, it wasn't real warm against Amarillo High, and then last year we played Cap Rock and something like this, and we actually played really well in the cold, and uh, our guys take it pride. Not very many of them wear sleeves. Uh, you know, it's a it's a prideful deal. Blair Conright started that. Used to hate the cold, and then his last game of the year, he went sleeveless and told everybody on the offense they were going to go sleeveless. And uh, he had one heck of a game. So uh, he always calls back when it's cold and says, uh, "Make sure they're not wearing sleeves." So kind of take a pride in it and uh, oh, it's, it's going to be cold that's how we always talk about you know what happens if you went to the NFL and you played for Green Bay are you going to give your paycheck away or are you going to play football I mean Michigan Notre Dame looked like it was pretty chilly it looked like it was comfortable there yeah, that's right it's not going to be comfortable so actually the playoffs are a little bit warmer to be honest with you because you play during the day yep. a lot of times so uh yeah, it's just part of football. It's outdoors. That's Seth Parr of Coronado. The Mustangs play Paladero at 7 p.m. Thursday at Dick Bivens Stadium.